This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Sure, Wednesday is the middle of the work week. Not exactly a reason to celebrate, but around here we have got a reason. At NASCAR America, it's Wednesday. I mean, I'm ready for go time. You want an open engine with lots of response in the throttle. Right. That's what the drivers are going to want. That's what I would want. That's like the Dale Earnhardt of racetracks, man. That, oh, yeah. That place is rough, beat and bang. He appreciated it for how challenging it was. Right. Which Dale <laughs> shares, shares a birthday with Pro Football Hall of Famer Brett Favre. Uh, junior. Dang. Wow. We all yeah. had the same mullet one time. <laughs> Welcome to NASCAR America, presented by Mobile One. It is Wednesday. That's our midweek regular date around the Big Oak table with Dale Jr. So, of course, Dale is here, joined this week by Steve Letarte and driver of the number 14 Rush Truck Center Ford for Stuart Haas Racing, Clint Boyer. And before we get into anything, I feel like we're making history right now at this moment because it is 530 in the afternoon, the evening, afternoon. You guys are away from a racetrack. Have you ever been together at 530 away from the racetrack <laughs> without <laughs> beverages in front of you? I was going to say, you, when you said making history, I was thinking you mean like the last show ever that they'll let you have this again after having me on here? Yeah. I mean, there's some real fear over here what perhaps will come out of this group. So I understand that, and, and probably true. rightfully so. Yeah, I believe this They're is, warranted, I would say. I was going to say, nobody's answered the question. No, I think this is the first time me and first time. Clint have ever hung out after 5 o'clock without beers. Yeah. <laughs> Safe to say. Oh, right. I think it's a guarantee. Yeah. All right. We are going to talk some racing, have some fun. But this is also your chance at home to ask these guys a question. So if you have something to ask Dale Jr. or our guest Clint Boyer, send it using the hashtag Wednesdale. I always like that. I just like Wednesdale. Hashtag NASCAR America. Hashtag Wednesdale. I'm glad you have to say it. All right. Well, I I'm going to start. It. I'm going to go ahead and ask a question because I also feel, and you made this point earlier in the week. This might be the only chance I get to ask a question. Yes, once yes, you guys yeah, I agree. So uh, since we have Clint here, I mean, I know we're early in the season, but it's the first chance that, that we've had, or at least I've had, to congratulate you. I mean, the win, I mean, it still feels like that, doesn't finally, it? Finally, finally to get that off your back and, and just the weight off your shoulders, the pressure, everything that goes with that. But more than that, it's the, you know, just the, the, the team, the confidence, um, the swagger and everybody, the, the communication, everything is easier with success. Everybody knows that. And this sport, it's a humbling sport. Um, it's, it's different than any sport I, I think that you could ever be a part of because you can literally be a hero one week and, and the zero the next. But uh, very consistent so far this year. Um, the points are obviously showing that. A lot, lot more stage points than we had last year. Our cars are running well. All four Stura Haas cars are running well. It's just good times, man. It's good times to be in a Ford. Um, you know, sponsorship on the side of the car is starting to show up. And that's everything picks up with a win. And, and, and certainly Martinsville delivered all that for us. Yeah, I kind of got two questions for, for you, Clint. Now that, you know, this has been a really good season so far for you. 
You got to be in a really good frame of mind. You got to you're you're looking forward at the next several weeks coming up, maybe the whole season. What are tracks that Clint Boyer likes to race at? Short tracks are obviously my favorites. I think they're probably everybody's favorite. That's what we grew up, you know, doing. That's probably where we feel most comfortable. Uh, the mile and a half tracks, they're fun and they have their their place um, in our sport. But man, leaving Martinsville, Bristol, you know that that last week. It was all hell broke loose. I mean, the VHG (laughs) trying to figure that out, trying to figure out these kids. I guess they don't get the handbook anymore that you guys gave us. Hey, man, there's no way we're going to get this thing in. The rain's coming. Do not crash. (laughs) (laughs) They all crashed. We ended up having to stay till Monday, but it was a good thing because uh, it gave us a chance to regroup. We were terrible um, Sunday and and, uh, made some adjustments on the car. And, and again, Mike, the communication, the team um, came together and got us a good finish out of it. I mean, that's it's just it's so much more enjoying um, enjoy just to be able to to race alongside the teammates. Everybody's hitting on all eight cylinders. Everybody at Stuart Haas Racing, um, Eric, you know, the addition of bringing him on in that 10 car has been a, a you know, welcome addition and helped all of us out. And uh, just it's fun again, man. It's yeah. so you fun to race at yeah. this level when you're running well. Well, I love back-to-back short track races because the drivers don't have time to forget about who they were mad at last week. You know, you run a short track race and then go to a few mile and a half. So by the time you get back to the next short track, ah, you've kind of forgot. Yeah. Not this week. This is back-to-back oh, yeah. short. So I'm sure someone has a list of who... If I catch this guy at Richmond. That's right. Different animal at Bristol, um, but Richmond's always been that place. I think Richmond's the, the perfect size racetrack. You've always run well there in your career, and I've always had a, a good time there uh, at your expense sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, special track indeed, and, and I wish we had three or four Richmonds. I, I feel like some of these mile and a half who just need to use parking lots and build a Richmond <laughs> in the infield instead of new garages. Yeah. I remember uh, you just recently broke a, a long winless streak, and I remember going through that same experience in my career, and me and Steve broke that streak at Michigan. And I remember the, when my teammate Jimmy Johnson came into the uh, victory lane to congratulate me, I grabbed him uh, by the <laughs> uniform, and I said, I'm a winner again. <laughs> yeah. And he said, he's like, you've always been a winner. I'm like, no, I'm a winner again. I finally, you know, because right. forever I felt like such a loser. Yeah. Going through the, all the you know, all the downs. So, in victory lane, tell us about that experience. As everybody's coming, you had so much, so many people come congratulate you. That had to make you feel so good to have all your peers yeah. so happy for that success. And absolutely, you you hit it. I mean, you lived it. Uh, just like you back in, in Michigan, I remember when you won, and and it meant a lot to us as competitors when you did do that. And and. You know, I felt that at Martinsville the same way. Your teammates, obviously, first and foremost, came. Jimmy, yeah. you know, you know a true champion and and, um, and what we have in Jimmy Johnson because he is one of the first people that always go there and is happy for you, genuinely happy yeah. um, that you won that race. And that little, um, that little guy, uh, when she – I turned the corner and got out of that car and, and come around there. You know, I've always made fun of Jeff and I. I FaceTimed Jeff Gordon uh, that night later on. <laughs> form of me yeah. FaceTimed uh, yeah. uh, Jeff that night, and, and uh, we were talking about him. He, those are the guys you learn from. You've got to be able to learn from guys like Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, to be able to win at such a unique track like Martinsville. But – um, to finally get all that done, have all those people come and, and genuinely be happy for you in Victory Lane, and then 
uh, having your family, man. When I got out of the car and looked up and, and they were all running, it was I broke down right there. Yeah. Is, uh, that's, <laughs> I, I may have been uh, uh, bawling like a little baby right there until I got a hold of that kid because, you know, for two years, all you hear about is daddy. Owen's daddy won a race. You yeah, know, you're like, right. Arnold, Arnold, time, time, you know? So finally we got our checkered flag, and it's hanging in his room. And, and um, every night when you when he put him down, he says, Daddy, we got to go get another checkered flag. Yeah, I imagine uh, that you know, imagine you got you got after it a little bit after that race. Had a lot of fun with your friends and your family. We're going to talk a little bit later in the show. I think about some some parties that Clint's had. I'm assuming the parties ended. I mean, there was a race that's yeah, happened. It's, so it's, so it's, it's ended. That was the coolest thing about that is you, you're a winner for two weeks. You know, oh, the off, off weekends weekend. are the best to win. Took, yeah. I took full advantage of that. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> the nice part too, it's Martinsville, so it's dry, you know everyone can just drive home. So everybody. Uh, so my wife drove me home. Yeah, yeah. I actually had heard that. Well, I heard on the interview you requested a beverage right away, yeah. and, but they didn't great. stop all the way through the media center. So I was a little worried. I remember Brad a, f- a few years back? He got a hold of that, you know, the glass boot with the Miller Lite in it. And, Such a rookie. And so you you were able to keep pace then, and you were fine through the he media. He won a championship, and if I did that, I would probably have a cut hand or something. <laughs> what gave you the idea to go over to the the? the fans and spray champagne and celebrate with them. Well, so that was always my thing. I told my guys, I'm like, if I ever win another race, I'm not going to victory land. I'm not doing any of this stuff. I'm going to the grandstands and, and celebrate. And unfortunately, that's the only people that were able to hang out in 40 degree weather on a Monday. <laughs> All the rest of them had to work. But, uh, uh, every one of those guys, I think I actually handed this guy the champagne bottle and then, uh, was he the took hat? a big, was... he took a big pull off of it. Yep. Oh, and, yeah. then I, and then I had to, so uh, I have no idea who he is or whatever else. But as he's chugging that right there, I'm thinking, darn, I got to buy it. kind of look like a sad never version of James, Blake Shelton. This is one thing fact. you'd never see Jamie McMurray do, such a germaphobe that he is. He, <laughs> he gives you fist pumps. Jamie McMurray doesn't, doesn't shake hands. He fist bumps. Fist bumps. Yeah. Well, that listen. is terrible. <laughs> so the way the sharing I'm not that bad. Like, like, Jamie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Terribly sad. <laughs> sorry, Jamie. He's going to have to come on here and defend himself. <laughs> I know. That's how this That's works. That's how we get drivers to come on. We just sort of He probably cringed just watching that. <laughs> Jamie's watching at home. What did the, so what did the guy say to you to get the shake? He said, can I have that champagne bottle? No, he, he was, was just pumped up. I was too. So I was like, here. There's some, some. It's so and good you know, something about again. timing as well. You mentioned family. But I remember, you know, I was fortunate enough to work with Jeff early. We won some races. And while you never don't want to appreciate a win, I don't think I was smart enough to appreciate them as I should have back then. And then when we got together, it was a long drought. We won at Michigan. But then at 14, you know, as you get closer to the end, whenever that is, I think they're even more and more special. And you just learn how hard they I mean, Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, they make it look so easy. And it is not, right? They should get the credit. So, you know, as I got later in my career – when I probably shouldn't have celebrated, I did. Yeah. I think it's some of the, the low times, too, you know, the struggles. That's what makes you appreciate it is, is as you're sitting there taking all that in, you got your kid in your hand, you're, you're thinking back two years ago, you're thinking back a year ago, um, and all the struggles, and next thing you know, you're looking up, and it's all those, those same faces 
um, that weathered that storm along mm-hmm. with you that are there to celebrate, um, you know, that victory. So it's pretty, pretty special. I did. It's, it's one of those things where you just wish everybody could experience at one time in their lives because there's, there's no way to really explain the magnitude of it and the way it makes you feel. Yeah, yeah. We, we celebrated after all those wins. Once we went through that big, long, dry spell, we made a point to really celebrate hard each and every win. We even celebrated a third-place finish at, <laughs> at Sears Point. Well, let's be honest. That was first ever top. First ever top 10, top 10. and top five. So all the way to third. Don't ever think you're getting carried away. When yeah. you're celebrating top fives, yeah, that's, right. that's when you might want to start asking some questions. <laughs> That's the point there. That would have been a pretty good celebration. Yeah, it was a road course. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You mentioned your family, and that's, I think, what, what obviously you're about to find out, you know, with, yeah. with the little one on the way. And, and, I mean, I saw your kids coming out of Daytona's victory lane, you know, a few years ago when you guys won. It's When Cash is running towards you, I mean, I don't want to belabor it, but it's like everyone out there who's a parent can understand. But Cash gets it. He understands racing. So, you know, he, yeah. he's only three, but he kind of understands what you're out there doing. You know, I see that, like, in my nephew that plays, you know, baseball and things like that. But it's it's pretty neat, even at three years old, with, with you know, Kyle Larson's boy and, and Kyle Busch's boy. At three years old, they he knew what just happened, you know, and, and he wanted that more than anything. And, and when you're when they're your family, they're your own. You want that more than anything to to be able to give that to them. I mean, that's really the only thing in all of this that they they don't. That's what you start worrying about is and wondering about is are they going to know what happened? You know what I mean? I, I want him to be old enough to understand what happened before you know it's all said and done because you really don't ever know when it's going to be done. But um, I think we're as good. I think I'm as good as a race car driver as I've ever been. I needed that confidence boost, um, you know, and, and it, you can see the results. I mean, it's like a bad day right now. It's a single-digit finish, you know, and, and uh, the points. We're marching up through the points and doing the things we need to do week in and week out. We've got to win some of these stages. But now, you know, that next week uh, going to Texas, we had a, a crazy fast car unloaded off the truck, went straight to the top of the board, and, and all weekend long I'm like, I'm telling you, we could win this race. You know, we had a fast enough hot ride to do so, um, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. I mean, the guys, our communication is so much better um, with Mike and I, uh, with our engineers. It's like a group now, you know. It's like a group session. We talk about the week uh, prior just like everybody does in in the post-race, you know, meetings and things like that on Mondays and Tuesdays, but it's way more in-depth than that. Um, The the phone rings a lot more than it did, you know, before, and, and all of a sudden you're starting to reap the benefits and see the results. How about my man over here? We talk a lot about racing. How about fatherhood? Does he have any idea what he's in for? Absolutely. No chance he has any idea <laughs> what he's getting. You think you do. Oh, you yeah, read right. all the books. All your buddies mm-hmm. give you trouble. Mm-hmm. It all sinks in when they finally say, all right, you're released. Oh, I, I've told him this whoa, story. Whoa, 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 oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not coming with me? <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. See? See, I told him the story. They put That's my little boy, Tyler, in the back of the car at the hospital. My wife got in the front seat, and they shut the door. And I remember looking back and... Oh, my goodness. I have no idea what I've done. This is going to be crazy. Then you put them down. They're laying down. They sleep all the time. So it's kind of, it's, it is, they don't want you a lot right off the bat. Yeah. So it's a little bit of some ease in time there. But, man, when they go down, you're in there. You don't hear nothing. You're yeah. in there. They're alive. They're still digging, buddy. <laughs> you all right? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's so different than anything you've ever been accustomed to in your whole life. Um, you're so nervous. And, and the 
the mom side of it, their woman instincts just take over and they're so natural with it. And you're a nervous wreck and have not one clue what you're doing. So I've gotten a bunch of them books you're talking about. It's not important if you didn't read any of those, right? So just uh, in case. Yeah, I haven't read just, it. Just between friends. Yeah. Big I would listen. Yeah, <laughs> the books are I don't think they're gonna prepare you. I'm down to like the two week I mean it's two weeks and, and I haven't read one book. <laughs> It's not going to You just said it wasn't important. Hey, Chris, just so you know, this is what happens when you unload on Friday in practice and you're running and you're like, you know, that bump getting into one. I'm like, well, I sent you all those notes. That was the same thing we struggled with here last year. I didn't read those either. That's the same. You're starting to see the preparation. Same preparation. I I do remember after, I don't know if it's Cash or Presley, probably both, you sent out a lot of tweets that had the little little poop emoji. Oh. There was a lot. I mean, we can say that for a whole other segment. That's another. That is a segment of its own. Um, That first yellow round of whatever comes out of them yeah. it's an ungodly smell like you've never smelt before in your life those okay. are horrible have you ever did you ever just cut the onesie off and throw it away like oh many, you start over you full just, yeah, shower you don't even bother washing. we're done you don't even bother washing game over <laughs> we're going to the shower Hope. we got to start over yeah Definitely. I, I had a feeling this show could go anywhere. I know. This yeah. show is literally going down the toilet. Yes. Literally. <laughs> and it's just segment one. All right. We're just getting started here on NASCAR America. Wednesday with Dale Jr. and Clint Boyer continues after the break. Do the drivers want more short tracks? Clint kind of talked about this. Maybe we'll dive into this more. And is there a downside to having more? The best radio chatter from the Bristol Marathon. Do drivers get more chatty on a Monday? I wonder if Clint's part of Scanall. And Clint Boyer is no stranger to having a good time. But what really happens when Clint throws a party? You're going to find out. And as I mentioned earlier, we want to hear from you, the fans. Send in your questions for Dale Jr. and Clint Boyer using the hashtag Wednesdale. Maybe we'll use your question at the end of the show, maybe even earlier. If it's a good one, send it in. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Welcome back. Stanley Cup playoffs continue. We wanted to show you some of the best video from the series you'll see tonight. New Jersey Devils forward Brian Boyle decided to stir up some drama with his old team. Super Bowl 50 MVP Von Miller cheers on the Colorado Avalanche, who look to tie the top-seeded Nashville Predators. And the Penguins with Captain Sidney Crosby continue their push for a third straight Stanley Cup. That's after we're done. Coverage begins with NHL Live. They're going to get you set for four games tonight, two here on NBCSN and two over on the Golf Channel, including San Jose versus Anaheim, where the Sharks will go for the sweep and try to send the Ducks to the 19th hole. You can relate, right, Steve? You were... Well, I'll probably go to the Golf Channel and watch a little hockey. That seems perfect for me. It's like a perfect combination. (laughs) Another reminder, don't forget to send in your questions for Dale Jr. and Clint Boyer using the hashtag Wednesdale. And Mother Nature made her presence felt at Bristol, but we still saw lots of short track thrills. We'll hear how the drivers handled it next on Wednesdays with Dale Jr. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. We had to revisit this because this little guy's a Clint Boyer fan, and that was his reaction, Clint, after your win at Martinsville. H- have you seen that, or did you know that that little guy was uh, in the stands? Yeah, I, I've seen it, but I felt bad because it wasn't like 
three or four days later, yeah. when I started looking at Twitter and I saw it, and, and I've met his dad and, and him uh, a few times, but just that's the coolest thing about our sport is the fans and the people that you see. I don't know if I met him at Martinsville or where I've met him, but I knew I did. And, and when I saw the video, it, you know, it, it meant something to me because, um, you know, he was a fan when I was struggling. You I want to get so. it straight. You, you win a race and you're you, three days it took you till you looked at Twitter. Like I was, <laughs> that was, I was not going on social media after races that I didn't win. <laughs> and you win a race and you're not on social media I'd have been on there as soon as it's over with I think they took my phone they took your phone <laughs> or you lost it yeah, yeah I lost my they, phone they lost took privileges phone. to Twitter for a little while now that might be true I privileges. my own privileges but um, smart move that, that Twitter and social media is, is the neatest thing about a win and, and a special moment within the sport even if it's not yours it's so much fun to get on there and follow along yeah. with what's going on and the people um, that embraced it, people that were you know involved with it or even not involved with it, even as a fan, um, it was always it's always fun to get on Twitter and see what they're thinking and what they're saying. Yeah, as much as it's fun as it is to celebrate on so- social media after a win, it's the same place that I would go to when we wouldn't run him well. Because before social media, and if I had a bad run or didn't measure up to what I felt like I should accomplish that weekend, I would drag that with me every day till I got back to the track to redeem myself. And then when I got on social media. You get on you get on there after a bad run, and everybody's like, "Hey, you tried next week. Gonna get them again. Got this track coming up. You did you did X, Y, and Z there. We're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a good race." And it would it would pick me right back up. But it took you a while to get on there. Well, yeah, See, I feel like that's not fair though. That's kind of a skew. Wait, is my is my experience on social media? Are you saying my experience is different skewed. than yours? It's skewed. Okay. <laughs> my wife's trying to tell me the same everybody thing. Everybody <laughs> that follows you is a hundred percent fan. I'd say I, maybe I'm seventy thirty. I'm not sure, and I don't, I don't know where that equation is either. I can't believe we have to have this conversation. Like yeah. I thought, just you knew that. And just so you know, he didn't I know don't that. know. Well, just so you know, just one other thing. Moving to the booth, that doesn't let you off the hook. Because if you make a mistake there, like in behind the scenes, they're going to let you know on there right. as well. We've had this conversation. i got a they're social media question. They're not going to let him know that. They're gonna no, it'll be my fault. Hey, wasn't your fault. Speaking Steve of, messed up. I know. It was <laughs> terrible. He left you with nothing. Okay. <laughs> so it was only for me. Okay. Hey, I, else? Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a social media question we've had. i got to know. Are you a muter or a blocker? Do you mute, block, or you just ignore them? I just ignore them. Oh, okay. I laugh. You can mute. He's a so mute. mad. It's like, yeah. how are you this mad on Twitter? So what you're what are you laughing. doing? You're laughing yeah. a little bit. Do something with yourself. Get better. You know when else the fans get on <laughs> social media is after uh, they hear you guys on the radio, mm. especially when we play Scan All, mm. where we take it this week. We got to listen not just on Sunday, mm. but on Monday. We covered both. Here's a listen. we would ever see a green flag here today because of weather but you know what we're ready to go racing now in the food city 500 green flag is out don't let these guys hold us up holy cow trouble off turn two michael mcdowell spins hang on hang on hang on down 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 that was high man got plowed don't have me over clean 15 one five and take off and go now no we're done we're over five minute mark oh my gosh I am so sorry, guys. Jamie McMurray got into the left rear quarter panel of A.J. Allmendinger. That one is getting his ass busted. I'll let him pitch on the end here. Oh, he makes contact with oh, no. Stephanie Stenhouse. Yep, so he's got one coming. That's his fault, dumbass. Ryan Blaney pulling away from the field right now. There's just so much rubber buildup on the bottom. Hard to control. 
Really bouncy, really chattery. Tire is horrible. Outside 37. Looking outside 37. Still there. Still there. Oh, trouble turn, turn, turn three. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Damn it. Wreck like hell behind y'all. There is shit everywhere. What if it happens? She's done. Six. Oh, wow. How the hell did that happen? Oh, there goes the 12th car. That was a leader, wasn't it? Good job today, brother. Nothing to do about it. Man, that sucks for Blaney. Brad Keselowski will win stage one. It's a rain tires. It's raining. It's a chlorine rain now, sir. I don't know what they're waiting on to throw it. Got to get the 250 to even be official. Yeah, track's changing colors, too, in one and two. Still 45 laps from halfway, though. Couple guys slip slide in here. The track is wet. Jesus. I'm taking it easy, bud. This is just flat out stupid. Yeah, water. And it's going to be here for a while. 33 laps before we get to halfway in the end of stage number two as the green flag comes out. Look at those. Three wide, three wide, three wide. You're in the middle. Oh, what the f he was doing behind you? Don't. Heavy lappers here again. Slow 96. Every time we get to this son of a takes a different way. Figure it out. Talk to the 96 spotter and this lady. Temple, NASCAR told him. Oh, oh Newman turns Larson. The leader spun behind you. I didn't do it, did I? Oh, no, you're good. But I'm, no, I'm sorry, but it, he can't just cut across my nose. Car never came to a stop. He, he could now be the third place car. That's unbelievable. Now just 10 laps left, three car lengths. The advantage, Kyle Larson back to Kyle Busch. I see one of those classic Bristol finishes coming here. Coming to five to go. Larson slides up the racetrack. The new race leader is Kyle Busch. Sorry, guys, that was really loose. I'm going to get to you. Checkered, yeah. Kyle Busch is going to win the Food City 500 here at Bristol Motor Speedway. You're off, KB. You did it, baby. You did it. I'm just gonna let you guys jump in. Yeah, I was just thinking, man. You see, you hear all of the emotion in the drivers' voices. This is two short tracks in a row. Just imagine if we had three or four of these in a row, because you talked about it. These guys have a chance to go the mile and a half, where things do have a tendency to spread out a little bit, and the tempers do calm down. Some of the drivers, you know, going to communicate over the next couple of weeks, and maybe you know, bury the hatchet on a few of those feuds. But if you had three, four short tracks in a row, holy moly. You know, we <laughs> four four weeks of that. These guys would Might be not at have each equipment other. Left. Really? Be good. Yeah. Be good for the fans. As a driver in the you know, as a driver in the sport today, yeah. Um, we've had this conversation for weeks about short tracks, you know, and everybody loves them. Uh, the drivers love them, the fans love them. Uh, but is it really feasible to add more short tracks to the schedule? even if you did have to remove other tracks' dates. Uh, is this a conversation, you know, it, this is a conversation that's happening in the industry with fans and, and folks like us, but are the drivers even talking about it? Well, I think you said, is it feasible? Who knows? That's not on my plate to decide that or anything else. Is it wanted? Darn right it is. It is. Uh, whether you're a fan or, or you're a competitor or anything, I mean, you just can't provide that kind of excitement and, and call it entertainment, call it whatever you want. You, we can't produce that um, consistently on, on those bigger racetracks. You can. It's capable of doing it. We've seen it any, on all, any racetrack that we go to. Um, but it just seems like today's day and age with the cars that we have and, and the model that we have as far as the equipment that we drive, um, the short tracks and these road courses uh, seem yeah. to be the wildest 
uh, most emotion, action-packed events that we have. Yeah, you just mentioned road courses. I used to not like the road courses as a fan or as a driver. But the last probably three or four years of my career, they become very popular amongst the fans, yeah. extremely popular amongst fans. And as a driver, they were kind of fun because right. it got so competitive and we began to race so closely there. Um, more short And that's not like us to say that. I mean, we're, we're <laughs> short like, trackers, man. We believe, go around and around. I can't I don't know him. I'm staring at him. But I don't know him. It's, it's like the cars and the t- tire, whatever it is, you know, since we went to that car tomorrow, it really opened the door up to produce some awesome racing at those road courses. I mean, you know, Sonoma is, is always one of my favorite racetracks, and my background and where I came from, there's no way in hell I would ever say that, you know? And that's the one you look forward to because you know, A, you might have a shot at winning, but you got just as easy of a good shot of ending in the parking lot uh, (laughs) in a rollback. Well, you brought it up. You know, I think we we pick on the rules and the rules getting thicker and the car tomorrow and all the things, but one place that's actually helped has been the road courses because – it got to a point where everybody had these specialized cars and you could see the guy who had an advantage and it wasn't a good race because the guy who had the best car, and I mean built from the shop the best car, would just dominate. And now I think your hands are kind of so tight as a guy that is not a fan of rules. Less rules is better in my mind. At the road courses, it seems like a so pretty tight box. Your, it, I mean, as his crew chief and on celebrating that third place finish <laughs> there, is that, that was your cop out right there as you were... You were just, your hands were tied. My on hands a, were tied. On Listen, a setup for we Dale. Just, we were, we were, you know, <laughs> we didn't fall short on fun. We just fell short on a few results at the road courses. Yeah. But we had a good time. That's well, a third. Hands were tied. Just because you won hands there. Hands were tied. Just because yeah. you won there. Don't, I mean, you don't get up on your soapbox that big. <laughs> I'm just I, trying to. We, one of the things that we listen to when we uh, we hear the scan all is a lot of stuff from the spotters as well. Oh. All right. And we know spotter Brett. He does a podcast uh, for for my company, Dirty Mo Media, Door Bumper Clear. He's been your spotter for I don't know how many years. We're guilty by association, right? So how, like, we, uh, you know, we talk about how important the spotters are, but not not only to be talented, you know, a good spotter that gets you keeps you out of wrecks. How important is it to have a guy like Brett with his personality on the radio? Well, I think I'm. I could be unique a little bit of, of could. in my own. Wait, wait, this goes back to he thought he was normal <laughs> on Twitter. Now you're thinking you're normal here? <laughs> so I think I'd need – well, my first spot I ever had was the Dillon boys' uh, father, Mike Dillon, and oh. everybody knows yeah. how he is. So when he decided he wanted to be a full-time dad, I'm like, oh, how am I going to replace you? Right. You know, and then Burton had uh, Brett, and, and we got to hanging out through all of our friends and things like that. I think it's so important, you hit it, um, to have somebody that it's your boy, you know, that's got your back. You know that as a professional, they're going to do your job, uh, do their job, and, and keep you out of harm's way. That's a given. They, right. They're going to be good at the inside, the outside. But they need to know you and, and um, you know, your demeanor. Um, uh, when you're down, pick you up. When you're, you're wound up, calm you down. Um, but not probably to win. What do you call that radio sweetheart thing? We usually, last year, more often than not, we won. It was that. a few beeps. Like you were on Scan All this, well, this week. Seven, seven tally marks. But I think well, next time we do <laughs> Scan All, I, th- I think we should put it in like uh, the two box so we can show because every time the number fourteen popped up, he cringed because yeah, he, he wasn't sure what he was going to say. It was oh. not too bad. And that's the thing too; it'd be like driving in seventy-seven traffic. You don't know what you said. You know what you experienced, <laughs> but you really don't know what you said until somebody conveniently puts it on a show just like this. 
Mm. I'm not a big fan of that. That's not fair. That's like setting us up for failure right there. I knew I was going to mess up. I knew I was going to say it. Hey, if you you guys. If you think we set you up with that, wait till you see what we have coming up in the next segment. Before we get to that, though, I do want to remind our viewers coming up tomorrow, it's a special presentation of NASCAR America. The entire show will be clips from this week's Dale Jr. download with Kyle Busch. One of the topics discussed was their run-in at Richmond 10 years ago. So you read in the article, though, like my mindset in in that moment was like if it was somebody else, if it was a teammate or if it was somebody that I was actually kind of like getting along with, there probably would have been two more inches given, right? Right. An extra shit given. Sure. But in this moment, there was no shit given. That's right. So it was kind of like, ah, I got loose. Yeah, whatever. Like you said, you know, so. (laughs) So that from that moment on, super frosty Mm -hmm. for, for several years. It was so good. And we can't wait again tomorrow. That's at 6 p.m. Eastern. And, Dale, I know there's a lot of stuff. We had some on the show yesterday, but there's a lot of stuff for viewers still to listen to. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely the best podcast I've ever been a part of. <laughs> Kyle was gracious enough, even after winning the race and the rain delay, to come over there and do it. it so you got to listen to it. It's a lot of great stuff. Like, so glad that happened. I was going to say, one person <laughs> in attendance at that race was celebrating. Oh, not the podcast. Night. You're talking about the race. race. Oh, yeah. Clint Boyer, the winner. <laughs> and up next, our guest certainly doesn't mind cutting loose. But he's going to set the record straight in a game we're calling Did This Really Happen at a Clint Boyer Party? That's next on Wednesdays with Dale Jr. The long wait to return is over. Clint Boyer is going back to victory lane. Now, you knew after Clint Boyer and the 14 team won at Martinsville that the party would be epic, and it included fire breathing. Is that that's your gas man? Is that Ace? Yeah, that's Ace. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome is what that was. <laughs> that was still pretty early in the night that lights were on. <laughs> well, fire breathing is just apparently one thing that happens yeah. uh, at a Clint party, and it's time now to play the game show that is sweeping the nation called Did This Really Happen? At a Clint Boyer party. We're going to give Steve LaTarte true or false scenarios about what might have happened at one of Clint's parties. The only reason why I'm not playing is because I know the answers to all this. You know the answers? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was at the parties or maybe I wasn't. And generate stories where you you feel it needs it. A demolition derby. Uh, Absolutely true. Yes! I mean, so just to be fair... I, Clint invited Dale and I out to Lake of the Ozarks one time, so I've spent a couple days with Clint, so I feel like I have a little head start you on this. still okay. owe me a jet ski That's that adventure. Listen, Dale, That's I don't know what he's talking about. I don't Literally know, 10 about minutes old. <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes. Anything about okay, so demo, Demolition Derby did happen. True. Happened, did, no okay, doubt. number two, a George Strait live concert. Um, false for a live concert. Even Everybody. Even he can't pull off George Strait. did not happen. It did not? Listen. I dreamed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody dreams. Yeah. I mean, George like, Strait karaoke? Probably boys, so. Yeah. Surprising everybody. Yeah. George Strait telling it. I feel no, like if we happen. said Blake Shelton, maybe. That may have. That didn't happen. No, that, actually, it did happen. Yeah, it did. That's what yeah, I. Yeah, he, yeah. he showed up. He showed up, but did he play? He I, we were all hoping for George, and we got Blake. Blake. Uh, <laughs> it, we'll take it. <laughs> okay, this one I feel, I don't know what if it's true or false, but a taxi cab showing up unexplained 
Oh, absolutely. Well, I, and I then, can see that. Okay, uh, taxi cab showing up unexplained and then um, being borrowed for an. Double true. Got stolen. The guy showed up. Yeah, listen. This is a funny so story. True, true. The guy, the people that actually bought that old house um, <laughs> called the cab. The cab driver comes up, goes inside, decides that he's going to clock out, stays at the party. They're in the car <laughs> waiting on him. He's inside still partying. <laughs> so somebody got in the cab and may have made several laps on a go-kart track that night with those people. And they oh thought gosh. it was a cab driver because they never saw him because they crossed paths as he was going in. They were getting So in. they were really concerned that their, ca- their so the cab driver for a brief um, moment got stolen at a only party. to get returned back to him with a lot of mud on it. See, listen, I've known Clint a long that time. Happened. None of this is shocking me. Yeah. The fans might be shocked, but um, that happened. Is... <laughs> Stolen cap. Okay. So far, man, you're really right, doing a lot better than I thought. All right. Um, what about the uh, the pizza delivery guy? Apparently joining the cab driver, staying at the party after dropping off the pizzas. True or false? Uh, I think anybody that even came close to this party stayed. So, yeah, that's true for sure. Another true story. <laughs> yeah, look. We called pizzas at whatever time. Pizza guy shows up, says, hey, me, you guys have a good time. I think I'm going to stay. We're like, we thought that was the coolest thing ever. He delivered, just quit, whatever, and yeah. stayed. We had a, but, we ran the smoke, we ran a little crazy with the smoke machine one night in the basement club that we had across the house of my dad's, and the fire department showed up, found out it was just a false alarm because of my smoke machine, and they ended up staying the rest of the party. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see that happening. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, look. Wow. Uh, what about this one? Uh, Dale Jr. gets on top of a roof and yells, I'm a golden god. So that's false. If you would have said Dale Jr. would have got <laughs> on his treehouse with no walls with an old retired crew chief, that happened. But um, so we won Martinsville, maybe. And he was building his treehouse. Yeah. And in the Because everybody has a treehouse. You know, yeah. And you know how many good decisions you make in these parties? We rode around his property and we went and checked out the treehouse. And the next day, we went back and looked at the treehouse, and I was like, that's way up there. There's no walls or anything. He was like, yeah, it wasn't a good idea. Don't, don't, let's not tell anybody we did that. So now they all know. But So, yeah, no, that was. Had you remembered that? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, anything, I mean, those are just a couple of instances we, we brought up. Anything else? Any stories from your parties? I'm kind of glad we parties? kept those uh, PG and, and everybody oh, yeah. getting, tr- you know, not in trouble. But, My uh, favorite is the flamethrower. So I remember seeing a video of that. You had not this ain't no toy. No. This thing was shooting like 70 feet. Yeah. You said flamethrower. I don't think any of them are, you can't buy those in Toys R Us. It yeah. was it was so awesome. Was so cool story. It was actually a baby gift. Oh. Wow. That was a baby gift. So this might work right into your your deal here. You're two weeks out, maybe All somebody right. will buy you. I'm a, making a notes right now. Gift. I mean, that's because that was one of the coolest gifts yeah. that I got. Everybody, you know, you blanket, get diapers, you yeah. get flame blankets, thrower. yeah, and flame pacifiers. I cash got a uh, a flamethrower um, from the radio guy Johnny Dare in Kansas City sent me that, and it <laughs> is so awesome. Do you still have it? Yes. That was such a long time ago. Yeah, you haven't lived till you've you know. Worked on a little brush pile or something <laughs> with a flamethrower strapped to your back from like a cleaned everything hundred feet away. Yeah, it'll get about seventy-five to hundred, somewhere in there. So yeah. you are sort of using it in an efficient manner. I don't know about a safe manner, but you're using it to clean up the property. Or you just use Ace. Same yeah, Ace. Thing. Yeah, your gas guy is capable <laughs> of the same, same thing. Party, yes, like a Clint Boyer party. I'm telling you, a baby gift. Wow. You I don't know, know, I don't know where you guys registered, up, but apparently I don't have a flamethrower. What's that? 
Oh my God. Oh, wait, 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 never? I missed, it. wait I missed it. What'd you say? The only say? thing to never One show day. up at a Clint Boyer party. It- but but always uh, scheduling conflicts. He acts like, oh, schedule, yeah. But he'll be the first one to call you at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Hey, what yeah. are you doing? Wait a minute. I knew you'd be up. Hi. Right, you want to go there. I got my text from Clint Boyer Sunday morning or Monday morning after he won at Martinsville at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and it was one word that we can't, we can't say on the show. But yeah, I'll give we, you credit. So we both have that habit. Yeah. So, I'm, listen, I'm going to – tip of the hat to Clint Moore that I sent him a congratulatory text. It's been a while, right? Hey, well, I want to let him know that, to your point, the whole, you know, you know everybody is, appreciates when somebody can finally break through. And it was less than 24 hours. I was impressed. You, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. from the party in Clint Moore. I didn't know if I'd get a response. So that was... That'll catch you off guard when you get back to your phone and it's like, oh my God, there's <laughs> so many people. Yeah. There was, I think it was like 450 oh, yeah. text messages. Oh, that's a awesome. record there. So that's why I let her drive and, and I... Took his, you know, took care of as many as I could on the way home. But um, yeah, do you we've do had some good conversations. I wouldn't say good. Do you they do the copy and paste, not. like thanks, man, appreciate it, man, and copy and paste and send it to everyone, even your mom? That's terrible, that's what, man. Oh, f- but just we were trying. You're trying to get <laughs> no, that's not normal. Krista, you better take us away after that one. No, it's getting deep. So like, if we stuck. get one of those, yeah, we know everybody else. Thanks, man. You. I'm gonna use some emojis. Like, what? <laughs> man. <laughs> Well, coming up on Wednesdays with Dale Jr. Oh, by the way, now you know what happened to the Clint Boyer party. That was a lot of fun. Um, another look at Jr.'s recent conversation with Kyle Bush as they mend the fences, uh, we want to point out, over beer and donuts. Stay tuned. So hopefully this whole podcast uh, inspires a lot of people to go out and Get with their uh, arch rival and straighten shit out. Do, do you guys want your fans to get along? Come wouldn't, on. Why would it? It wouldn't bother me if they did. It wouldn't bother me if they did. Wow. All right. Well, fine. you know what? The bottom line is, y'all made up, and we had donuts and beer. I mean, it's a perfect yeah. day. You win the award for that. Man. I know. God right Almighty. I was thinking of bringing my drink, but I was like, that's dumb. Let's bring some buzz. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I say right call on the beer and donuts. That's what we're missing on this show. Right. Well, uh, now all I want to know who who's your arch Save rival. Donuts, just like, the beer. Yeah. Arch rival? Are you gonna have a podcast with your who's your arch rival? You gotta have a podcast before oh. you can have <laughs> the arch rivals. On. Well, don't forget, you can hear more of that conversation. That's tomorrow at six Eastern here on NBCSN. It's almost time for Dale and Clint to answer some of the questions you've sent in. That's next on Wednesdays with Dale Jr. Tonight, we've got four more highly intense playoff games starting in Philly, where Phil Kessel and the two-time defending champion Penguins own a two-games-to-one lead on Wayne Simmons and the rival Flyers. We'll get you set for Game 4 on NHL Live next. Can't wait for Game 4 tonight. I'm so excited. So excited. But I'm also excited for your fan questions because uh, we've got some some good ones. Yeah. They're for both of you. We're going to start. This one, I think, is for you, uh, Dale. This is from Alfredo. Since you're going to be a dad... What kid shows do you think your daughter is going to like? It's funny. Wow. Yeah, well, when my sister were having her kids, I wanted them to like SpongeBob, so I bought them all kinds of SpongeBob toys and stuffed animals. But I, I, I learned that you don't get to choose. Mm-mm. Why do like you persuade them like a that? little, though? You I can. feel like you can persuade them. You can. I think I would be old school, like yeah. Sesame Street. They're not like going to sit down and watch the 1970. They're not. 
no. race, the, the the Bristol race from 1975. It's, no. it's going to bore them, Dale. Yeah. What was it, the 1980 yeah. World 600? Best finish or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We what's, will love that. They will have what's, no what's connection. Cash? <laughs> what, is, what is Cash Watch? Presley's still young. Cash Watch is... Um, he watches his iPad as long as we'll let him. That's the craziest thing about these kids today is they start running all this stuff. Oh. Yeah. Like, hey, Cash, can you help me out here? Oh, yeah. How <laughs> do get out of this? You know? Oh, yeah, right here. But um, it, it's so much fun to be able to, to see how they start learning and, and what makes them tick. And then now you're trying to work them in a little bit, work your angle to win them over. And they always want their mom more than you. That's It's, it's going yes, to happen. Yes. Tom and Jerry's good. Old, yeah. old school. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, what two people would you most like to come on your podcast to bury the hatchet? Oh, me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can answer who, if there's some, like, you kind of we don't have made reference, but you don't have a podcast. Yeah, but still. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I think Carl Edwards would be good. Me and him had a, had a little thing at Michigan that we could talk about. I'm, I'm so curious with Carl Edwards what he's doing right now. Like, because he's so not. Fun. I think every racer thinks about that too. Uh, just last week, I'm think I was driving down the road. What's Carl up to? What's Carl doing? <laughs> Carl, what are you doing? Where are you? Tell us, man. Come on the podcast. There you go. <laughs> Give him a shout out. Uh, either one of you on a normal day driving with family. How many times must your wives remind you you're not driving on a racetrack? Hourly. Not my minute. By no. minute. Yeah. Amy's always mad because I'm going slow. Mm. Yeah. Um. The opposite. Opposite. I get into conversations and I slow. I just, she's like, "Hey, shut up and let's go." <laughs> okay. Uh, what car or cars do you want to see throwbacks of uh, for Darlington? And any ideas for 2018 paint schemes? I'm Did so, you release your throwback? I don't think we have yet. I'm so old school. I want to take the car itself. I don't want the oh, paint you want scheme. The old car? I want the like see these body. old cars. Yeah. That's what I want. I want a, an old. You know, Thunderbird or a, or a Monte Carlo out there, and that everybody really, always says you're not as good as they were. Y'all, yeah. been, you know, back and forth. It's different, obviously, but I think it would be so cool, some way, somehow, to go back and be able to compete in those cars. You got the Mustang coming next year. That's cool. It's gonna be That's awesome. gonna be cool. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget tomorrow, the entire show, Dale Jr.'s conversation with Kyle Busch. Can't wait for that. We'll see you back here for another Wednesday next week. Enjoy playoff hockey. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.